you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? Uh, it could be better, but overall not bad. Could be better? Yeah. I know the feeling. Mm. I know the feeling. I know that feeling, sir. Unfortunately, I know that feeling as well. Um... I feel like there's so much, yet at the same time, so little to discuss right now. And I don't know where to start. So I kind of want to say, maybe I leave it up to you to make the call. Well, um, there's one thing that made me extremely happy. Okay. Um, You know, uh, John Jones put a tweet out there (laughs) saying... um, you know, just so you guys know. <laughs> yes. You know, and I'm not quoting him word for word, but uh, my fiance left me about two months ago. Yeah. So for all you John Jones haters out there, congrats or whatever. Uh, I could because I feel like shit. And <laughs> I got so giddy on the inside. Um, and what really topped it off was seeing this one person's comment saying, wow, he must have really knocked some sense into her. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's so... Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So that kind of made my, my day. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> that's probably the one tweet from him I, w- I was so, um, like, just happy with. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> I... Uh, there's so I mean granted right it's like yeah it, the, yeah that sh- that situation's shitty you know uh, all jokes aside I mean the thing is, is that should have been done years ago um I mean I, I I know we should we shouldn't keep repeating this whole John Jones thing everyone's aware by now his history and whatnot but um yeah I, it's just it almost feels like like reality's actually kicking in with the family at least. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they were just in denial all this time, like, were to where she finally stood up for herself just two months ago and decided to, you know, leave. But, um, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with him mentally and see if he actually changes for the better. I... There's a fine line between arrogance and uh, um, confidence. It's a very fine line. Mm. And I feel like John Jones constantly pisses on that line. And it splatters everywhere. <laughs> and it's not easy. Because on one hand, if you look at it from a John Jones fan, you look at it from that mm-hmm. perspective... Of course, he's motivated and focused. He's the best of all time. He's undefeated. You know, he got de- he got unfairly disqualified, and he's dominated all of his fights. And he's going to be a heavyweight champion. He's never looked better. And you know, come on, champ. And then on the other hand, you look at him without the bias of being a fan of his. You look at him as the bias of somebody who doesn't like him, or looks at him and, and focuses on the faults. And it's very easy to say, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. So it's just 
I'm not a fan of him. I think we all know that you're not a fan of him. I think if anybody mm-hmm. who's listened to this podcast for a while uh, knows anything, they know that Microscopics is no fan of uh, <laughs> Johnny Bones Jones. Um, no. I'm trying to understand if what he says comes from confidence or arrogance. Hmm. Right. And like they, he could have both. You can be both confident and arrogant, but it's it's the difference between somebody talking shit and not meaning it and somebody talking shit and meaning it. Right. Like I'm right. reading I'm on his Twitter right now. That's why I'm looking off to the side. I'm <laughs> looking at his Twitter right now. Somebody said uh, like, what was it like? Um, like, let's see. Uh, he posted somebody said to him. Your baby brother took a fat L, not going to lie. His brother, who's in the NFL, uh, who lost. And uh, he goes, lost in the NFL playoffs after his, like, one millionth season. What a failure. And gave a kissing emoji. Um, Yeah. um, (laughs) He says about the Nagano versus Ganya fight. He says, uh, if this is the apex of heavyweight fighting, I'm excited about it. Got some more records to break. And he says, I love how everyone gets so impressed with the new guy, LOL. Um, it's just, somebody says to him, uh, good idea to, to hashtag stay humble. And he says, LOL, stay humble? Sure, I'll stay humble, sleeping like a baby tonight. People talk so much shit, have no clue what it takes. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I just, I, it's weird how there's nobody else as polarizing a him as him when it comes to his stance. Like, you look at, like, uh, like Izzy, right? Mm. Izzy is also a very fine line of that. A very fine line of arrogance, uh, bravado versus uh, confidence. And I think Izzy's very, very confident. I think he's extremely confident. I wouldn't say he's arrogant because he calls his shots. And he calls the shots that I mean, like, he calls everything. He, he's transparent about all of it. He'll say, yeah, I know, like, this guy exposed my weakness being uh, grappling and takedowns. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Or, like, clinch on the cage, right? Like, he exposed that. So that's what everybody's going to try to do. Mm-hmm. But they're not ready for what I got. Like, he's confident. Like, the way he says it is just, I acknowledge my weaknesses. I don't think Johnny Bones Jones has ever openly talked about what he's weak at or talked about what he's bad at or talked about something he has problems with. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't think you need to, but I just mean it's a sign to show that he, you're able to see both sides of the coin instead of just one side. And I feel like John Jones sees only one side. Well, somebody like Izzy sees all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you, would, if I asked you your opinion, would you say anything other than fuck that guy? I mean, well, you kind of just proved my point, especially, you know, considering his fiance left him two months ago and he's making comments about, you know, um, again, it's like you said, the whole arrogance and whatever. Again, it answered my own question. I don't think he's going to change. I really don't. Unless he... He needs to put it out there that he has problems, right? It's like you said. Like, he doesn't actually do that. 
it's like even when Daniel Cormier called him out about doing coke or whatever, rather than saying like, you know, oh, yeah, oops, my bad. He literally turned it around and used it as a diss against DC and was like, yeah, I did coke that weekend and still beat your ass or something like that. Or <laughs> I forgot what the exact quote was. He was like, yeah, I did coke <laughs> or like I or, uh, I wasn't clean or something like that. And I still beat your ass. Yeah, no, he, he said, yeah, yeah. He, I, he did say like, yeah, and I still beat your ass after a night of, of coke. Like That's binging on was. coke. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he... You know, he'll mention little things here and there, but he doesn't admit to it as to being a problem or it's like it's hindering his skills whatsoever. You know, I think when it gets to the point where if if he ever gets a loss in this in his career, he'll maybe say, oh, man, I got to turn my life around, you know, all this partying and stuff. You know, it's he beat me. He beat me when I wasn't trying, blah, 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 like. Right, I was not right. my best. Blah blah blah. Right. So, do you remember how so. Chael Sonnen uh, got battery charges because he fought the couple um, who were like harassing his wife? Mm-hmm. So, and actually, didn't he? Uh, isn't that cleared? I think it is cleared. Yeah. John Jones posted when it happened. He said, Chael Sonnen, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate you getting battery charges against a female last night. That would make me like you, and I'm nothing like you." Instead, I will wish your family well. I wish the victim's family well. It's funny how the people who criticize and judge you the most have some of the nastiest things in their closet. Let he who was out he let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm. You'll get no stones from me. Good luck. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, he's a piece of shit, and I, th- <laughs> I think someone really just needs to beat his ass. I'm waiting for it, and I mean, like, not just, oh, you know, he's a little wobbly, and then the ref, like, goes in. Like, someone needs to disfigure him for him to wake up, because, and I've said this on the podcast, I totally recognize this man's skill. He was literally, and you've said it, too. He was just born. He was put on this earth to do what he is doing currently. Just dominate. And I mean, if that man went into war now, he'd be the most feared soldier on the battlefield. Mm. All right. And that is me complimenting him. And that is probably the most I will compliment the guy. Um, But when it comes to, you know, moral values in life, it's, it's like, I can't believe somebody with that talent can just do what he's doing and then him i guess either convincing himself or he really thinks like he's not doing anything wrong i i don't know but it's a it's a crazy uh, i think it's a crazy crazy life to live to be this person yeah to be this yeah. person that's in the public eye and to have this as your job and to be attacked and want to defend you. it's just i can't even yeah it's just it's 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 absolutely crazy. It's absolutely absurd. Um, hey, getting off the topic of John Jones real quick because we you had mentioned let's do Izzy, it, please. I have a question. Okay, and I I personally never did research on it, but I saw a picture and I've seen this a similar picture before in the past. What is with his right or left peck being like 
it's either droopy or something. No, I that's know Izzy. People... That's Izzy you're talking about. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Um, What is up with that? A lot of people are claiming it's uh, like he's using steroids. Like that's, I guess, like a side effect. Um, that's what people are accusing it of. Um, that's what people are, are saying is the problem. Um, yeah. Is that it's a sign of that. Um, yeah, it's his right. It's his right peck. It like, okay. it like, it like, uh, something kind of droops a little or something. Something happens. Yeah. Um, he said his pituitary gland was checked. Hormone levels are fine. His estrogen and testosterone is normal. He had an ultrasound and a mammogram. <clears throat> Um, he said it could have just been the fact that I smoked a lot of weed for a while. Um, I'm not, is that a side effect? I mean, it could be, it's called, uh, what is it? Gynecomastia is the medical term okay. for swelling in male breast tissue, which can be triggered by a wide variety of factors, including drugs and alcohol, medications, and even herbal products. Uh, one of the uh, most well-known okay. triggers is anabolic steroids or androgens. And um, a lot of people have been accusing him of it because of that. Um, okay. He says, uh, Izzy has said it's just a fat deposit. Um, yeah. He was like, it's not. I'm passing all my tests. He was tested 33 times since joining the UFC in 2018. He's never failed a test, including 11 tests of the year, uh, last year. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. It's it is okay. new. It is new that's happened, and it seems to only happen when he cuts weight. I see. I've seen I've seen people break it down to try to explain it, and they they notice that it only appears when he starts to cut weight for for fight for his fight. Um, okay, because it doesn't happen through training camp until he starts to really try to cut down weight. Oh, so it doesn't stay that way. No, it's almost like that's the it's. The body reacting. It's almost like when he puts his body into shock mode when he's cutting weight. Yes. Like, that's how it just reacts. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. He tried to figure it out because he was like, yeah, that is new. It's a new thing. Um, a doctor has explained that it is very possible that if you have an overuse of marijuana, it, it could be a common cause, uh, typically for men between the ages of 18 and 35. Okay. Which, you know, he supposedly smokes a lot of weed. So if he gets super high all the time, I mean, they can do it. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else about it. Dude, what a great podcast so far. We're talking about John Jones and then Izzy's peck. This is great. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, I don't... It's been a week, man. Yeah. it's It's been a week. Um, we're talking right now on uh, the 25th, I believe. Today's uh, February 25th, and we're talking mm. about um, things. And uh, this is the week that uh, currently Ukraine's being invaded by Russia. Yes. And the world is literally <laughs> like NATO's activated its defense force. Ukraine's taking on the, their territorial defense organization so any able-bodied person between i think the age of 13, 18 and 60 who can hold, hold a gun is being taken in um if they want to volunteer uh to fight um you have nato scrambling 
uh, and activating forces uh, for the first time in NATO history. They're they're activating the defense force. Um, we have like what I think it's f- five thousand troops alone just from just from the states in Poland that are pretty much yeah. ready to rock and roll and more around the way. France has just yep. announced that they're sending over military equipment. Uh, I forget the country that said they're sending over ammunition and guns that they're flying in now. Um, yeah, it's fucking wild, man. Um, I mean, we can talk about that if you want. It doesn't have to be. I'm kind of uninspired by martial arts, right? like the mar- like MMA, like by Bellator and UFC right now. Gegard Mousasi is an absolute animal. I'll just say that as far as if we're going to discuss anything in MMA. Uh, Gegard Mousasi is a savage, a fucking killer. Mm. But I mean... I, I don't know. It's just, uh, how was your week? My week was very difficult. <laughs> how was your week? Was your week equally difficult? It, it was, man. Very stressful. I, you know, and I was, I'm hoping I can actually survive at the end of this podcast too, because I just sucked down like three cough drops of just my line of work. What I do right now just requires a lot of talking, like a lot more than the typical person. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you do it eight and a half hours a day, five days a week, um, your voice starts to, you know, you need uh, kind of go on you. You so. need more water. You know what I mean? You need a water. You know what you need to get too? I have one of these. It's a Every facial day. humidifier. So it's like a little, Ooh. it's like 20 bucks. It's like from Conair. It's super cheap. It's just a little unit that you plug in and you fill up the little basin with water and it's a steamer it's like it's like a steam room but just for your face now it's designed for your pores so it's supposed to be a beauty product where it's like gotcha. you put your face in in it like you just put your face over it and um, mm. the steam like opens up your pores so you can clean out your your skin uh, more efficiently but in reality i remember when i was playing in bands i used it for my vocal cords Oh no, kidding! Yeah, also like because it comes with a big like facial cover, the like like yep. f- like funnel, and then it comes with a s- small one, like a thin one, just for like your mouth and nose because people breathe in the the, the vapors. It's steam, right? You're breathing in steam right. basically, and it like kind of. I use it all the time when I get sick. When I get sick and my and my throat hurts from coughing, I use that, and that helps. It also helps loosen everything up. So if you're like stuffy. You do that, right. and it literally opens everything up because of the heat and the steam, and then everything is just great. It's like twenty bucks. Oh my god, I gotta look into those. You never heard of those things? No, really? No. Um, I think I think they're just called facial. I steam. mean, like I I have like uh, like a cold like a cold air steam thing, but it like it's for the room. You know. Ah, yeah. No, you want a face. I didn't steamer. know they made one like for you know directly apply to the face or mouth or whatever yeah um they have them just for like they because it's for that exact reason it's for people who are like oh i have like a sore throat and you don't want to keep like pouring liquid on it or like taking any kind of like 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 uh syrups or anything you can just breathe into this thing and it's super great um wow they got they have some expensive ones nowadays holy crap they have a 90 dollar facial steamer jesus christ oh here's the exact one i have the, the, here's the exact Conair one I have. It's twenty five dollars. I'm gonna send it to you in chat so you can enjoy this, and you'll see it. Like the main picture is the big wide one for your entire face. That's all it is. You just like put your face over it. That's it. You see what I mean? 
Oh yeah, yeah. It just, okay. It's just like an ele- uh, like electric heating basin. That's it. And see how if you go to frequently bought together, people are selling eucalyptus oil. That's not for your pores. They do that because it feels it feels good and, and like soothing your your uh, your vocal cords and, and your throat. I see. Yeah, it's like twenty five bucks. I've had it since twenty ten. It's not a complicated right. piece of equipment. It's it's a le- it's an electric heater. It's just <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I know what I'm buying. Here, like after this podcast, here's some little here's a little bit of water. Turn it on. It goes beep, and yeah, then it yeah. goes beep. When again, when it's like, and you'll hear it bubbling and like steam coming out, and you just yep. slowly put your face over it and you just start inhaling, and you just mm. feel it like it feels great. All right. Mm. Yeah. So. Anyways, getting off facial yeah. steamers. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as far as the rest of my week goes, um, I think without giving too much detail, yeah, I believe you and I are kind of in um, similar situations at the moment. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just very uh, depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just mentally straining and yeah. yeah. Wanting to end myself every now and then, but you know what? <laughs> At the you know, it, there comes a point where you do clock out of the day, and there's that freedom until the next day. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's it's an ignorable thing. I'm not going to do that yeah. because it, that's not the case. It's not the case. And people who act that like it is, like fuck them. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my ob- so like I've always had the, I, I've I've not always but like um, I've had more recently I think for the past five years had a much more clear objective when it comes to what you should get out of your job and if you are one of the very few who get to find satisfaction from purpose and energy from the the driver fulfillment of your job then you are one of the lucky ones if you mm. are like the normal statistic of the majority of people that have to have a job to pay bills because that is what makes the world go round i would say the goal to have is either target one or the other you target how much money can i make by suffering and doing whatever it takes to make the most money or you do i want balance and i will do what it i'll do the thing that allows me to live the lifestyle i want to live if that means getting out of work every day at four i'm going to do it if that means I can have steak every Saturday, that means I'm going to have steak every Saturday because I'll be free to have my steak every Saturday, right? Mm. People will value things more so than the other. And uh, I used to value more um, money and now I value more my time. So now I care more about what what gives me more personal time, dedicated personal time. For me, it's more valuable that I can be done with work at a, at this time every day. And that's yeah. what I value the most. And that's what I hang on to as the positive. Mm. But some people, that's not enough. And I have a friend who's the complete opposite. He's like, I want to buy a house. I'm literally doing whatever I can to make more money. <laughs> I don't care if I'm working 24-7. He's literally in an on-call job working 24-7. Um, he, might, he sometimes gets pinged at 2 in the morning and has to wake up. He doesn't care. He gets paid more for it, so he wants it. Wow. I have people who are 
doing uh, back-end shift jobs where they work 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And they fucking hate it. And they have to do it mm. every week. And that's a horrible shift. I don't know if you heard me. That's a 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. job. But they're mm-hmm. doing it because they view it as a valuable investment into what they're going to move into in a year or two of what they're, what they're targeting, right? So it's the, I'm going to suffer now to get the benefit later. So it's just... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a heavy week. It's a heavy week. How did you find out about uh, Russia and Ukraine? Um, my wife, because I don't watch the news. Neither do I. I don't have cable, so I, I can't watch the news. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I don't watch the news. I stay off of social media. And you know what? I, I get it. And it's because of something like this. I, I get that's why it's bad to not be informed all the time. <laughs> But I also have this mentality where I just live my life day to day. You know, I try not to worry too much about the future. I try not to dwell too much on the past. Um, and I'm too worried about myself and my situation <laughs> that I don't have time to worry about what's going. I really don't want to sound like a dick because obviously what's happening right now in Ukraine is fucking terrible no you're not you're not sounding like a dick you know what i mean you're not sounding Um, like a dick no you're keeping your worldviews to yourself right now that's all you're doing right that's it um i I just yeah i just I, i have so much going on in my life alone i don't have the mental capacity nor the time to worry about what's going on with everyone else in the world right um right you know, granted, like when it comes to family, close friends, whatever, like that's one thing, you know, but I don't need to know everybody's entire life story, what's going on. Um, again, I have to worry about myself. So I try not to think about it too much. Um, but and I'm going to be honest, like even right now, me ranting, I don't even remember what your original question was. <laughs> You already, was it about well, you the whole, it. I asked you how did okay. you find out about uh, oh that how did I find out yeah you yeah said your so wife so that's circling fine. back now thank you yeah. so circling back now it's because of my wife because she you know watches the news or looks into articles more often than I do and she's on social media um, but I think the main reason or or the the main I guess way how she found out. Uh, was through her job. Um, I guess she has co-workers with her company that work in the Ukraine. Oh. There's like, I I think, I want to say there's maybe a dozen or 30 people, she said, that are in the Ukraine right now that work for her company. Um, so I, I guess a, a mass email was sent out to all the employees like, hey, just, you know keep them in spirit and mind or whatever and blah 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 yeah they're getting what they're going they're getting fucking bombed yeah yeah Um, yeah no i mean Um, look i don't think like i know i like everybody anybody listens to us consistently knows that i tease you all the time about your stance on social media and stuff like that but you know what there's 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 pros and cons to it all like i've like so here's a perfect example i was able to watch i was able to watch a live stream of a ukrainian kid saying the air raid sirens are going off we're moving in we're moving downstairs i hope i still have internet connection downstairs in the bunker right literally live on the ground 
live streaming from his phone and I'm hearing jets go overhead. I'm seeing videos of tanks from people's phones going into going on going in streets. I'm watching people like try to help each other after a missile went off. Like I'm watching these live yeah. fucking videos, right? But then, but also, guess what? The thing you love the most about social media, the fucking fake news of it all. I then see people posting shit about like, oh, look at these missiles coming over. And then there's there's disinformation filtering and people are going, that's a video from like 2008, actually. That was from yeah. Gaza. That's not from this. Yeah. So it's the mm-hmm. misinformation of the cyber war that's going on too. So there's a lot of that too of like people lying and not even mm-hmm. people, fucking bots or whoever or governments that are trying to sway things. So it's not just, you can't never, you, with technology now, we can no longer just get one purity of anything it's everything Mm. is now convoluted everything is now influenced everything is now complex and it sucks granted again i see you know live stream videos of of people doing things and 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 hearing all these things um that are going on and and seeing live crazy shit happening uh in 1080p and like 2k from people's iphones which is nuts but there's also people lying and talking weird shit and having fake statistics and you know what I mean? Like, and there's disinformation. That's a active, that's an active government thing now. Like disinformation is now an active subset of, of, of a military strategy. Um, it's why there's people hacking Russia right now. Like anonymous took down a Russian media site. Why? Cause the Russian media site, well, granted anonymous is trying to hack into anything they can against Russia just to try to help Ukraine. But it's because the Russian media site was was filtering state field propaganda, <laughs> being mm-hmm. like, like look at these Nazis in Ukraine that are trying to kill uh, like our Russian men and and boys and and they they yeah. want to they want to invade Russia, and <laughs> it's like all this shit, and it's like that's state field propaganda, mm-hmm. literally, and it got taken down thankfully, but it's just shit like that, so. Yeah, no. Social media isn't the darling. Just like with everything, weed it doesn't cure cancer. You know what I mean? Like, like as yeah. much as as much as I'm a I'm an advocate for the legalization of marijuana in this country, I am not a fool to be like, oh, it doesn't hurt children. They could start at 13. That's not a problem. Right. 18's fine. Like, no, I I think both tobacco and marijuana should be bumped up to 21, um, for age like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like but but it's just there's the advocates are all like no but it like it kills cancer cells it's like i mean maybe that one cancer cell but that doesn't mean you start injecting it into children like what are you talking right. about you know you, you yes are there benefits of course like you, scientifically it's proven that doesn't mean you you wave the flag of this one benefit that you want to fight for or the few benefits you fight for without acknowledging the reality that like it people can become dependent on it like 100 percent is it addictive technically no but that doesn't change people's uh, dependency on it as a substance so you can't say that you have to acknowledge that like you have to like you know what i mean like shit like that like you have to acknowledge both sides you and i have always said that right we've always said that whenever we get off topic from martial arts we always say about how you have to acknowledge the reality of there's two sides to every situation and there's usually a little bit of right in both sides sure right so it's like that's that's just how it is so yeah, it is just uh, it is just weird that like this is literally the potential of a world war. 
yeah. <laughs> and you're and you didn't know until your wife told you. That's just a, it's just a funny situation. I'm not. Yeah, not she was like, not oh yeah, her, like but. five something in the morning, like <laughs> Russia attacked Ukraine, and I'm like, oh, all right, you know. This was like the next day. I'm finding out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, it's just it's nice. It must be nice, is what I'm saying, because I don't have that disconnect because I'm on my phone all the fucking time. And uh, to, yeah, yeah. To be honest, it, it it's healthier. I hate to even say no, it's healthier. What you're doing is yeah, healthier. That that's what I would say. I wouldn't say it's 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 nice. Obviously, it's not. You know, like it sucks, but um, I. It's because in the past I've worried too much about certain things. Oh, um, yes. And I There's and I learned, yeah. No, no, and go, I had go, to go. learn a long time ago, like, you know what? I'm spending way too much time worrying about other things. And it's like, look at what's happening to me, though. It's like yes. I'm not now. I'm not worrying about myself. I'm not taking care of myself in my situations. I have to stop with this topic or these people you know like i need to focus on me like i'm living my life you know i have i have shit to do i have bills to pay i have a job to work at to make money and um you know i have to find a way every month how my family and i are, are going to survive and have a roof over our heads so um again it's not to be cold hearted whatsoever but Again, it's ever since I've had that type of um, that way of thinking and just seeing things or maybe not seeing things, depending (laughs) on how you look at the situation. It's just, yeah, it's been a whole ton of weight just lifted from my shoulders. No, I mean, scientifically, it's been proven. Remember, I think it was in 2000, what? 2015, 2014, there was the increase of uh, of suicide in children, and they found out it was because of the pressure and anxiety from social media. Do you mm. remember that? Like that was a thing. That wasn't like some some fake fad that happened. That was a real thing where they were like, "Why are we having an increase in teen suicides? Like, what's happening yeah. in high school?" And it's like they're on a phone. The bullying doesn't have to be in person anymore. Now they can be bullied, like cyber bullied. You know, now they can be targeted. Oh yeah. Cyber uh, on a cyber level, it's like yep. no, one hundred percent. You're you're literally talking about the you're literally talking about the side effects of social media and like using technology on a daily basis. That's that's scientifically proven to be a problem. Hence yeah. why there's all these features now of like disable this and and turn off this notification. And there's a whole reason why companies right. have entire services built into making you click on stuff and trying to show you ads for things like like there's a whole formulas behind how they target people like there's a whole reason why all this stuff happens so no i don't think you're crazy or selfish i think you're making the healthy decision the downside is like as i said to you before the world's not going to go back on technology so that's the downside it's like Yeah. yeah there has to be a way to know how to live with it and i don't know how what that's going to be I have no clue. Um, like, yeah, I, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, like I said, I know it's not like 100% a good thing either. Just kind of, you know, going about my life because I don't want to then wake up one morning and there's, you know, fucking uh, soldiers from another country like uh, like at the foot of my bed pointing guns at me. And it's like, oh, I guess we were invaded last night <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on in the world. Like... You know, but 
I don't know. There could be some balance, but it's del- it's a delicate sure. balance. It's hard. It's very hard. It's it's extremely extremely hard because the good of it is what started it all. The convenience, the connection, mm-hmm. the social aspect. They all came from a place of the look at the power of what this stuff can do. And then it quickly transformed into, well, but how can somebody make money off of it? And then it turned into that. And then it mm-hmm. turned like they don't make money by stopping people from having toxic behaviors online right <laughs> that doesn't save them money i'm sorry it's i wish it did and i wish that was the incentive as we've said before if you ever think a company is going to do an, a completely altruistic move of of for the greater good that's not how companies work like, yeah it's just it's not i wish that wasn't the case but that's literally how that works right so it's not going to happen, you know? <laughs> so it's just, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But I mean, that's it's how it goes, man. It's, it's, it's also been scientifically proven to be addictive. Just picking up your phone and looking at it. That's been proven that it's an addiction that people will start doing it. Mm-hmm. Just, they can't stop. It's just, I view it just like anything else. I view it as it needs balance. That's it. Some people can get it. Some people can't, right? I work out Monday through Friday. I do jack shit Saturday and Sunday, right? Balance. I eat really strict Monday through Friday. I eat whatever the hell I want Saturday and Sunday. I guess you could call it balance. I don't treat, mm-hmm. I don't touch alcohol for six days. I allow myself one day a week on Saturday to, if I want to drink, I can drink whatever I want. How much, how, however much I want. I fucking black out if I really wanted to. I don't like it. So I don't, but like <laughs> I could, if I wanted to, cause I let myself it's like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it's just balance, I feel. And I feel like nobody has balance. Because it's so hard. It's so easy to not have balance. It's so easy to binge. You kidding me? You can binge, what, like 10 seasons of a show now on your phone? Yeah. Without even touching a yeah. button. You could just click it, and then it counts down in the credits. Next episode starting in three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Next episode. Skip intro if you want. Like, it just, it just... Yeah. You could just fucking binge an entire show. Like, it's just... It's the convenience factor is too easy. It's too hard to let go to find, to have that balance. That's, that's why you have ISPs. You have internet service providers like Cox or charter that have commercials Mm. for parents to turn off their internet connection to forcibly, forcibly remove people from the internet because they know how hard it is to not to like let go and have balance. It's like, do you miss having dinner with your family? <clears throat> Here's a feature that allows you to have dinner with your family. Kill your internet yeah. connection. The thing you pay us for. Stop yep. Stop the thing you pay us for by pressing this button on your phone. <clears throat> then everybody can put their devices down. Like, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a real commercial. Yeah. That's a real feature. <laughs> it's like a weird EMP like app or whatever. Yeah. You like hit it and it just kills everything. Yeah. A, a boardroom <laughs> thought. Hey, we are an internet service provider. What can we do to not provide internet service to people that pay monthly for our packages? Because it's ruining families. <laughs> That's how that discussion happened. That's how that discussion went down. And they said, what if we enabled a feature in our app to kill your router? And it just like blankets all the cellular signal and you can't get any data yeah. for any device for a period of time. That's great. A kill switch. It's a, like, it's a, it's a, it's an internet kill switch. Yes, let's build in an internet kill switch as an internet service provider so people can let go of the teat of the internet and breathe. Yeah. Right? It's like, 
I mean, you probably, you've obviously dealt with this more than I have. It's like when a kid drinks water and they don't know how to breathe. And there's like, oh, 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 and they're just like, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just like eating water and they won't breathe. And then they stop and they're like, because oh, 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 they like yeah. remembered to breathe after they ate water, you know, like it's that it's, it's, yeah, it's that with the internet. So I tease you about it all the time, but no, I, I don't think you're making the wrong choice for being like, no, I don't have social media or no, I don't do this or that. I, I think a little bit of it would be fine, but I understand it's really hard to have a little bit of that because of how easy it is to fall into it without realizing it. You know what I mean? Mm. There are great games for free. They, okay, think about it this way. As I talked to the YouTube streamer Microscopics with a literal wall of video games next to him. <laughs> think about games like, I don't know, let's talk about Fortnite. Let's talk about Warzone. Let's talk about... Uh, Apex Legends. Let's talk about uh, um, 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 uh, Lost Ark. Let's talk about all these games that are literally free to play. Mm. Literally free to play, right? But these companies make millions off of these free to play games. Why? Because they know that if they put something shiny in the game, people who play it for free will eventually be like, that looks cool or that gives me an advantage, so I'm going to buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Think about that concept back. I don't know, 15 years ago. Imagine that. Imagine a game company just saying, hey, we're going to offer this AAA title game completely for free. Right? Like, that would be a little mind-blowing. That would be like, what? wait, yeah. why, why are you doing that? That doesn't know. So there's a trick. <laughs> there's no way you're offering a $60 game for free. Like, there's, there's, there's zero... Something is wrong here. Like, what am I signing by, by downloading this game? Or imagine walking into, what is it? A GameStop, and they just said, "Oh, what are you here for?" And you said, "Oh, I'm here for blah blah blah." And they said, "Oh, here you go." They just handed you the game. <laughs> it's free to play. <laughs> just go home and play. It. You'd be like, "Uh, this isn't a bad game because it's a AAA title, and it's free in my hand." This is fucked on some level. Like something is wrong. Something is wrong, <laughs> right? Like you would be suspicious, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I feel like I feel like it's just it's it's a crazy world that we've evolved into with uh, with mm. technology now. It's just it's it's crazy and absurd. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's that or you're well, technically you're not buying the full game to begin with. You know, you're kind of buying like I guess the base blueprint, mm. and then from there it's like oh, but if you want any of the additional shit, it's like oh, there's this thing now called DLC and microtransactions and like. Back in the day, you would pick up a video game. I don't know if this is going off topic, by the way, with what you were talking about. No, no, but it's like, fine. Go. You go off top. Um, you buy a video game. Mm -hmm. First off, you're buying the entire game. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted new features, typically you would have to beat the game on some sort of difficulty mode to either unlock perhaps new playable characters or all of a sudden you'd have to beat the game in one difficulty mode to unlock a new difficulty mode. And then if you beat the game in that difficulty mode, you might get like a new level, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it encouraged you to the, like the replay value I feel is a lot better than these types of games. A lot of these games are so huge and expansive. And like you mentioned, like literally I think all but one of the games were like battle Royale games. You know, uh, Lost Ark, I think that's like a survival game. 
or something like that? Like you start with nothing and you just have to like build off the land and stuff like that? No, Am I Lost wrong? Ark is like uh, Diablo. Diablo. Lost Ark. I, I might be thinking of something else then. I think you're thinking of Elden Ring. Elden Ring is the new survival game that just dropped. Oh, I heard of Elden Ring actually when I was on Steam earlier. I, di- I didn't look into it though. Lost Ark is free. You should look into it. It's it's like a Diablo MMO. Okay. So it's like, oh, choose your class and here's the story and go th- clear dungeons and get new inventory and party up with friends and make a guild and go fight bosses and all this uh, other shit. Yeah, I already play a game like that. Um, I play a lot of Elder Scrolls online. Okay, yeah, um, so it's like it's like it's like a Diablo meets Elder Scrolls in a way. Okay, but regardless, it's a AAA yeah. title that's free. Right. Exactly. Yep. And it kills me too when you do get the people who don't actually get suckered into purchasing anything, and they're just completely fine with the way it is, and it kind of gets to me like man I, I i wonder like don't these companies kind of fear like i guess you know i get it they're already thinking to themselves listen people are going to buy it regardless if 100 people bought this game maybe 75 of those 100 will absolutely go for the micro purchases and stuff like that but man imagine if a game was like that good though where like do you think these companies ever fear that oh shit we made this game too good like they're not buying the dlc right now they're not buying no no because they purposely do it they purposely well here so first thing first i play a lot of free-to-play games and i have not spent a single Mm. dollar in any free-to-play game on any platform one number two they purposely do it they purposely make the coolest thing and the best thing a pay to win Right, right, right. Like they purposely do. They don't put it out of reach so that you can't get it if you don't pay, but they make it just inconvenient enough that they want to push you to pay for it. And they do it mm. by design. It is by design. It's how they make money. It's a system. As I've said to you before, life's a system to make you fall into a certain position for the system to benefit off of you in that position. That's the position that they, the game companies want you in. They want you in a position yeah. where you like playing the game, you have fun playing the game, and the new meta comes out and you need to buy something in order to keep up with the meta. Or the game's going to mm-hmm. be really, really difficult then. And either you love the game enough that you don't mind the difficulty, or you don't care enough, so you don't mind the difficulty. But they know scientifically, because I'm sure they've done studies on it, that the research shows that the majority of people, at least 50% or more, will be so mad about that inconvenience they will spend the money to get around it. Hmm. Right? Think about YouTube uh, YouTube Premium. What is YouTube Premium? It's YouTube without ads. How long are the ads, you say? Are they a minute 30, like Hulu? Nope. They're like five seconds. Counts down, and then you hit the skip. It's like, okay. So you will pay YouTube Premium to not have that. It's like, yes, people pay it. To get rid of those Which five is, seconds yeah. of ads. Because the inconvenience is big enough. That's why it's a service. Because they know people will pay for it. (laughs) People just use their computers more often and then just use ad blockers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the beauty of that. Right. But I'm just saying, but that's, that means using a computer. That's an inconvenience. It's better to lay on the couch with the phone. Going back to convenience, 
right? Going mm-hmm. back to the access, going back to the availability. That's that's the name of the game with technology is convenience because yeah. it's supposed to be getting more convenient over time. We don't have dial up for a reason, right? It's because that was very inconvenient and now we have higher performing speeds. That's how it goes. For, be- yeah. for better or for worse. For better or for worse. Uh, yeah, this week was... Uh, this week went on forever. I admit that there are good weeks and bad weeks. Right? Mm-hmm. They have to. They have to exist. You have to have the bad weeks. And this week, I want to say it was Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. I was like, you know what? This week's not going too well. It's been a rough start. But I have bad weeks because I got to have bad weeks to go so I can appreciate the good weeks, right? And then Russia invaded Ukraine. <laughs> and then one of my friends uh, in the military goes... I was told to ready my unit because he's a platoon lead. He was like, I was told to oh. ready my unit and get emergency contacts sent, like figured out for my platoon and all this other stuff. And my sister platoons already deployed. Like they're already on a plane. They're going to be putting boots ground, boots on ground in like four hours. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So this escalated pretty quick. And then I got bummed out. <laughs> and then my week has just got worse. And I was just like, Ugh, this fucking week and then work didn't get any better work was just full of shit and then i was just okay well, mm-hmm. this was just a rough time right this was just a rough experience um of a week so and then it ended with me finding out about how uh nato is officially activated the nato defense whatever is officially activated and now they're uh massing on the borders of uh of, of ukraine Although a lot of people are speculating that NATO's actually only doing that to force um, Russia to spread its forces out. So instead of everybody going to Ukraine, I'm sorry, NATO's, NATO is moving troops to all NATO borders that connect to Russia, right? So all countries okay. that are in NATO that are connected to Russia or Russian allied territories, NATO's putting units. It's like a, ch- it's like a chess move. It's just... Hey, you know, like, yeah, you can put all your troops in Ukraine, but if this escalates, I have troops all over these borders and you have nobody there. So it forces Russia to be like, okay, well, we'll have to reallocate some people. So we have defense somewhere, right? Like we have to care about Mm. some borders. So they're doing it almost as like a a peaceful move of we're not going to get involved, but just by us putting all of our, all of our like military in these positions, it will force Russia to divide their military which weakens what they're doing in Ukraine, which gives the Ukrainians a chance to fight them off themselves. Uh-huh. Smart move, right? That's a smart war yeah. move, huh? It's just, hey, we're not actually going to do anything, but just the very possibility, <clears throat> just, the, just the reality of us have being here on your border means you have to address us as a threat. Mm. So what do you do to address a threat? You prepare for defense. So you have to have put your units there. And Russia has a lot of borders. <laughs> so it's... Uh, there's a lot of areas that they will have to cover then. So it's like, okay. And then that uh, slows down the Ukrainian. Or they don't do that and they call the bluff. And this is where you get to modern warfare, right? They call the bluff and they say, well, we don't care if you invade if, if this escalates. Then it's like, mm, do you though? Like, do you really not mind if all of a sudden like it, go, it escalates into a full-on world war and then you have no protection on like 50% of your borders and we just march our way through Russia. I highly doubt you're okay with that. Um, unless you're okay with seceding that, like what's really your call. 
and with the amount of protests that are happening right now in Russia in the in the capital, um, I don't think a lot of Russians are going to really fight for Russia if that happened. I think they would be like, "Yeah, no, come in and get this fucking crazy asshole out of here." <laughs> like, yeah, this way. Yeah. This is the shortcut. This is the fastest way to get to the capital to find them. Because um, mm-hmm. I think the whole world is in agreement of just like Putin. You're you're acting. You're, you're wild now, man. Like, what are you doing? Because even the Russians are like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, there's reports of a lot of uh, Russian troops that are just surrendering because they're like, we don't actually want to fight Ukrainians. Like, we have a shared history and I'm here because we're ordered. But oh, no, we have. Oh, you asked us to surrender. Oh, look, we surrendered. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> now we don't have to fight you. Like, so there's rumors of that happening, too. Uh, reports of that happening, too, in parts of, uh, of the fight. So it's like. Who knows, man? But this uh, this is the closest we've gotten to a, a large-scale conflict worldwide, which is fucking crazy, right? Like, Damn. Yeah, sorry to bum you out if you didn't know all this because you're off social media and off of the internet. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was... Yeah, no, I, I was kind of caught up to date with what's been going on. And, man, imagine that. Like, we lived through a world war. Like, you hear about World War and you think about just history. Like, when you hear the words World War, that's history. That's yes. behind us, you know? You and to so. think, like, fuck, we're, we might actually be part of this. Yes. Like, yeah, that's, that's insanity. Um, but on the bright side... Somehow there's a bright side to this, right? We talked about this before. There's got to be goods on both sides. The bright side of this happening is uh, the bright side that World War II happened, which is a really odd thing to say. But we've dealt with this type of situation before with with, with Europe, right? In a single... uh, What's the word to use? Uh, A single persona in Europe who wants to make a military move and is mm-hmm. willing to th- willing to threaten the stability of the region if not the world for that move <laughs> and i think maybe we've learned our lesson of what happened last time of waiting too long and it's been a little flipped now which is why we have like 40,000 uh, nato forces uh currently joining up right now um, on the borders of Ukraine. So (laughs) it's like, that's a lot different than how it went down last time, right? And I think it's because people learned the lesson of like, maybe you don't let some kind of dictator head do stuff like this. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe you have to, you know, nip that in the butt early and, uh, and prevent that. So I guess that's the bright side is that we're acting instead of, sitting here and not acting and being like, well, that's Europe's really far from us. You know, there's really no impact there. We're over here. You know, there's really none of that. It's, it's more of no, this could be horrible. Uh, let's mm-hmm. not have that. So let's start by uh, getting involved now along with everybody else, because that's why NATO was formed, right? It was to prevent this kind of crazy bullshit from actually going down. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it's, yeah, on the bright side, another bright side that I would say, my personal fear was this was going to be a opportunity that others saw. And I was thinking North Korea and China, who are buddy mm. buddies with Russia. Um, 
may have thought of doing something crazy. You know, China being like, you know, we've always wanted Taiwan. <laughs> we've always wanted yep. uh, South North Korea going, yeah, we always wanted South Korea. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Um, but China came out and already said like, Russia, what the what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. If anything, they're going to be the ones that'll <laughs> turn them like, uh, we're going to fucking nuke you. Yeah. So. Like, can you stop? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on. Like, we're stop. We're, we're getting we're getting pretty rich off of this COVID thing, and you're fucking that up right now. We need you to <laughs> stop destabilizing the stock market and fucking pull back. We're making money here. You're fucking that shit up for us right now. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was not expecting to see headlines of. China denounces Russia's actions into Ukraine. <laughs> that was not on my bingo card for how World War III uh, could possibly start. <laughs> um, so the fact that China's like, we don't want to get involved and we want China to stop fucking up our money flow. So can could they just stop being a thing? And the fact they did is a great sign. Um, so that's good. So I'm sure Japan mm-hmm. and South Korea feel good over there. And I'm sure our military bases in South Korea feel a little bit better. But North Korea still hasn't said anything, I think. So maybe they're still a little worried. Um, but that's the other thing, right? Because this is just kind of one of those, if everybody's distracted, we can just go off and do some wild shit. And it's like, mm, I hope not. I hope that doesn't do that. Because that's how you get more people involved, which gets it closer to classify as a world war, which let's not do. And as Americans, we just got out of the Middle East. <laughs> We just got out of a very, very, very long time of uh, occupying a place because of a war we had. So, yeah. Yep. Fucking wild, man. Um, in other news, I, uh, I, I, I got my uh, Yamaha Pacifica. Ooh. It's not actually Pacifica. I'm wrong. It's a Pacifica body. It's actually just called like the EC1320 or whatever. Um, okay. I have a slight problem with it, and that is the um, G string. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's hitting the fretboard, even though mm-hmm. I raised the action on it and I fixed the truss rod. So I don't know what the hell that is. So I haven't cleaned the nut groove yet, so I'm hoping it's mm-hmm. that. But I took off the strings. Uh, mainly because one of them broke and uh, I cleaned the fretboard and I polished the guitar and I ordered some new strings and I'm trying a new string company I've never heard of called string joy I've I just heard of them recently really yeah online yeah have you have you tried them yet or no never I'm a I'm a Daddario oh Daddario guy the, the NYXLs gotcha Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's my go-to. I'm um, a Daddario I, acoustic guy. Okay. The Daddario EXPs. Mm-hmm. I'm a big uh, Daddario XP guy. Our listeners are so confused as far as like what the fuck is going on with this podcast, and you know what? I'm loving it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm you know, totally okay. It's, it's just one of those weeks, you guys. You got to understand. It's one, not only not <laughs> only is it one of those weeks. It's just one of those weeks where it's it's just. It's just, it's just been such a week. It's like, yeah, we, we need to have a moment. That's all we need to have a moment and just not. And that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know what string joys are. Um, I got broadways, which are pure nickel electric guitar strings. 
and I don't know what makes them better than the nickel wound, other than I think the nickel wound are kind of what is the standard style of, of electric guitar uh, strings. Yeah. I think most mm-hmm. strings are nickel wound. And yeah. with Broadway's um, being <clears throat> pure nickel, I was wondering if there would be a difference. So we'll have to see. Hmm. I haven't put them on yet, but we'll have to see. But um, I really hope cleaning the nut would help, will help. I, I've researched so many, like, setting, like, um, setting up a guitar like as far as like all Mm -hmm. the stuff you got to do on it and it's like there's so much i want to do but there's so much that i just i don't have the measurements of of, like the ability to measure as small as it requires so i'm just Mm -hmm. like all right i'm gonna raise the action i'm gonna fuck with the truss rod a little bit clean the nut grooves and just hope it works (laughs) that's it the action was way too low when i got it just over time the action was literally like on the fret. Like, oh, oh, yeah. And it was just, yeah. it was horrible. So I, I raised them all and they're all like hovering up now, which is good. And then also the picks, the pickups were too high. I had to lower all the pickups because it's a strat mm-hmm. style. So I had to lower all the pickups, which is really easy. So we'll see though. Hmm. The only thing I could think of is um, now, is it when you pluck the string without fretting a note, you yes. hear the buzz? Open. Okay. And with right. notes. And not even and hard. Ma- I've hit it like light, and it sounds like it's buzzing against something. So I'm just like, what the hell? It's not. Hit- I don't think it's hitting anything. It's not hitting a pickup. It's not hitting the frets. Like, so what is it? Like, I have no idea what it is. Okay. I don't After know. After the podcast, you'll have to, if you don't mind, just showing me. Well, I don't have the strings yet. They're in the mailbox. So there's no string on the guitar. Oh, there's nothing on it now. No, so I'd have to, oh, okay. it's gonna have to wait until I get the strings, hopefully this weekend. Okay. <sighs> yeah. But um you know what? This has been a sad enough conclusion to the week. Yeah. <laughs> of us reminiscing <laughs> in our sadness. I think this is uh, a good a good place to end it unless there's something you want to say or talk about before the end. Um I think for next time. To try to keep it MMA related next time. Yeah, to get back to what it's supposed to be. We should think of a new movie to watch <gasps> and perhaps do a review on it. Um, something old, something new. I don't know. Something. Okay. I like it. Because like I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think another thing, too, is like, again, with just the UFC being so heavily concentrated with fucking fights and it's like, an every week thing it's like what can what else can we talk about you know i got an idea have you seen warrior warrior yep. uh no with tom hardy and joel egerton no okay is it on a streaming service it's on netflix i believe i'm looking it up right now oh my god stop that i think it's on hulu as well let me look it up i believe it is it is. It's on Netflix. Is that... Wait, is that an MMA movie? Yes, it is. Pretty sure Boss okay. Rutan's in it, so yeah. Okay. Warrior. Warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll look it up Nick and I Nolte, will watch it. Joel Edgerton, and Tom Hardy. Okay. I'm down. That's what we should do. Okay. Watch The Warrior. All right, so next, next episode in... <clears throat> two weeks will be the warrior review episode 
if you're yes. if you want to if you want to come along for the ride please watch warrior if you're listening and you can enjoy our takes on it um and yeah until then uh hugs and kisses love and peace and our prayers go out to everybody in ukraine yeah as uh as as alex ovechkin has said um no war just there's no need for violence like just stop hopefully it gets to that sooner than later until then though peace later